Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hi, I'm Lawrence Delalio, host of the Evening Standard Rugby Podcast, brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance. The show is available to listen to now and right up to the end of the season when the winners of the Champions Cup will be crowned at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium and the fight for the Premiership title will be decided at Twickenham. QBE is one of the world's leading insurers and they will help your business build resilience through risk management and insurance solutions. Subscribe and download now wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. From the Evening Standard in London, I'm David Marsland and this is The Leader. And it's kind of hard to know where to start. If we have the Prime Minister chairing Cobra meetings and he just tells everyone, it's swine flu, don't worry about it, I'm going to get Chris Whitty to inject me live on TV with coronavirus so everyone realises it's nothing to be frightened of, that would be, that would not help actually serious planning. Yeah, it could be that, or there's this. This is like a scene from Independence Day with Jeff Goldblum saying, the aliens are here and your whole plan is broken and you need a new plan, right? Maybe. But then again... That day, the Times had run a huge story about the Prime Minister and his girlfriend and their dog. And the Prime Minister's girlfriend was going completely crackers about this story and demanding that the press office deal with that. And what about... I think that the Secretary of State for Health should have been fired for at least 15, 20 things, including lying to everybody in multiple occasions, in meeting after meeting in the, in the Cabinet room and publicly. Dominic Cummings, once the man closest to Boris Johnson, has unleashed an extraordinary attack on his former boss and those who worked around him. Giving evidence to MPs on the Health and Science Committees, he painted a devastating portrait of complacency and incompetence at the heart of government as Covid arrived in Britain. Helen McEnroe said, I've come through here to the Prime Minister's office to tell you all, quote, I think we are absolutely f***. Indeed. I'm joined by Evening Standard columnist Aisha Hazarika and Aisha Dominic Cummings. Well, he really went for it today, didn't he? He certainly did not hold back. The thing with Dominic Cummings is, every time he does something, you go, I can't believe I've witnessed this. Like, it wasn't that long ago. I mean, it was about a year ago that we had the Barnard Castle episode. And then, of course, we had that excruciating press conference in the Rose Garden, which was quite an unprecedented thing. And of course, we had the Prime Minister of the day, Boris Johnson, throw a protective ring around Dominic Cummings. And they were so close at that point. And remember, many people believed that Dominic Cummings was very much the Svengali behind Boris Johnson's success. He's the guy that helped him, you know, win Brexit. He's the guy who helped him therefore become leader of the Conservative Party. And of course, he's the guy that helped Boris Johnson deliver that stonking majority in the 2019 general election. So for them to have fallen out so spectacularly is quite something. But this was, I think, more than just bad blood and revenge. I think some of the truth bombs that he dropped really were very shocking. They merit further investigation. The picture that he paints of this absolute chaos at the heart of government in the very early stages of the pandemic when, you know, decision making was very, very critical. I actually watching it. I mean, I you know, I view come to this with quite a lot of experience and cynicism and, and gallows humour, but it was actually quite frightening 
listening to the levels of panic and disarray and a prime minister that's dealing with a lot of different things, including his fiance in the mid in the midst of of all of this, you know, so a real picture of 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 chaos and some damning words about the health secretary. So it's going to be very interesting to see where this goes now. But will any of this stick at all, Aisha? I mean, is it really going to damage Boris Johnson? Will it damage Matt Hancock? Well, that is the really important question, David. And we do know that this prime minister is the ultimate Teflon prime minister. And he, we got a glimpse at prime minister's questions. It was, it was interesting because normally prime minister's questions is the big event of the day. <laughs> and literally, like most of the broadcasters were like, we're not even going to show prime minister's questions. I actually wondered if they might delay prime minister's questions till after, uh, you know, Dominic Cummings had finished. Um, you know, Keir Starmer obviously came and tried to swing at Boris Johnson on Dominic Cummings. Another central allegation briefed overnight is that the Prime Minister delayed the circuit break over the autumn half term because, quote, COVID was only killing 80-year-olds. Can I remind the Prime Minister that over 83,000 people over 80 lost their lives to this virus? So that was the big line of attack from Keir Starmer. Boris Johnson obviously came very tooled up. He preempted a lot of the attack questions from Keir Starmer. And he very much went on the attack. When it comes to hindsight, Mr Speaker, I could just, just remind the right honourable gentleman that he actually, I mean, he denied this at the time but, and then had to correct it, but he voted to stay in the European Medicines Agency, Mr Speaker, which would have made it impossible which would have made it impossible for us to do the vaccine rollout at the pace that we have. But interestingly, he did not actually address that specific allegation. And crucially, he did not deny that. Now, that could have been a really interesting opportunity for him to put on the record, I did not, Mr Speaker, utter those terrible, terrible words. And shame on Dominic Cummings for alleging that, you know, every death was a tragedy, blah, blah, blah. You could script it. He chose not to do that, which I think speaks volumes. But the point is, is any of this going to stick? I don't think so with the Prime Minister's track record. We hear this phrase priced in, and all of this stuff tends to be priced in with Boris Johnson. But what I thought was interesting about this as well was that I felt this was very much pitch ruling ahead of this COVID inquiry, this public inquiry that will come. Now, this is not happening for a long, long time, but it was very interesting that that Dominic Cummings is obviously sowing the seeds that that this public inquiry will very, very much want to focus on. And that inquiry, of course, will not be releasing its findings until after the general election. Something I thought was interesting about Dominic Cummings today, though, was he appeared to be describing a Downing Street that was almost taken by surprise by the pandemic. And that's despite the fact that, of course, it had spread out of China, it had gone across Asia, it had been causing problems in Italy, and yet there was no plan. Yes. And I think that, to me, is one of the most troubling nuggets from, from what we've seen so far. There's definitely political failure in terms of, of not grasping this, but there's clearly some kind of systemic failure as well in terms of the the system not looking at what's happening in these in these other countries. I also thought that one of the other things that was really interesting, and, and having been a senior political advisor myself in the past, Dominic Cummings spoke. I think he's spoken quite candidly. Like I've not been a fan of Dominic Cummings. I was not a fan of his tactics through the the Brexit referendum. But 
and maybe a lot of what he's saying today is performative and maybe it's all a, a kind of a, a it's trying to you know cover his own arse to sort of use a, a technical term however he said this thing which I think is really interesting he said about how sort of troubled he was and how kind of frightened he was about what was coming down the track because he was asked you know why didn't you change course why didn't you sort of throw a spanner in the works if everything was going so badly wrong and he sort of said look I was incredibly frightened I guess is the word about the consequences of me kind of pulling a massive emergency string and saying the official plan is wrong and it's going to kill everyone and you've got to you've got to change plan because what if I'm wrong what if I persuade him that you know to, to change tack and that's a disaster and I think sometimes one of the things that we don't take enough time to analyze in political commentary and discourse is that if you are making these decisions and you're in the room as a politician or as a senior advisor these decisions can be so difficult and often they're a lose-lose situation. They're impossible scenarios and you're thinking about the sort of least worst option knowing that everything is probably going to be terrible. And I think we don't talk enough about that that does and it should haunt people in the room. You should not take these decisions lightly. You should not be going out and sort of high-fiving yourself for doing a sort of lap of victory. These are really, really difficult decisions with profound and very tragic consequences um, in, in this case. And the other thing that was interesting, he talked a lot about groupthink and how the whole system and leaders sort of became captured by groupthink. And I thought that was a very, very interesting point as well. And I think that actually does get to a bigger point about any organisation. If you have the same kinds of people in the room, and I take that in terms of gender, class, ethnicity, people from the regions, people from different backgrounds, groupthink does become very, very endemic. And also you should have a leadership which encourages people to speak up and to have constructive disagreement. It's, it's very dangerous in politics and in ev in any other place to have in the room making the decision just a bunch of yes men that that is a it's I think it's not the right thing to do but it can have profoundly bad consequences as well as we're seeing now and that's the leader we're back tomorrow at 4 p.m do hit follow to make sure you don't miss out Hi, I'm Lawrence Delalio, host of the Evening Standard Rugby Podcast, brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance. The show is available to listen to now and right up to the end of the season when the winners of the Champions Cup will be crowned at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium and the fight for the Premiership title will be decided at Twickenham. QBE is one of the world's leading insurers and they will help your business build resilience through risk management and insurance solutions. Subscribe and download now wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. 
Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a four-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.